Welcome to the Comics Coffee Metal Podcast, episode 89. Greetings and welcome to the Comics Coffee Metal Podcast. I'm your host, Don Cardenas, and I hope you've been having a fantastic week. Alright, we're just going to get right into it. We don't have any time to spare. Uh, I've been super busy, as usual, as I'm sure you have been as well. Uh, I dropped my first couple sets of uh, Clip Studio brushes. Uh, Clip Studio is a drawing program, for those who may not know. A lot of comic book artists and illustrators use them. I created some custom guitar and guitar string and fret brushes to assist people in getting more guitars into comics a lot easier, which, you know, is not a you know, bad life goal to have, right? <laughs> um, those are over on my Etsy store. You can go check them out. I'll have a link in the show notes. Uh, also, I've been doing a lot of planning. A lot of planning about video content. I'm making kind of a, not a pivot, but like uh, an increased share of my effort is going to video. I've been working with some PR companies uh, on music reviews and and reaction videos and stuff like that. And I've also kind of started to figure out a voice on YouTube that I feel I can bring, bridging comics and metal and stuff like that. So I'm really excited for some of the stuff I have going on. I have some really cool videos scripted out, half scripted, kind of planned. And, uh, you know, once uh, I get to filming and editing and stuff, uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Also, uh, I'm doing the monthly live streams. Uh, as of this recording, uh, this evening, I will be uh, talking to Jonathan Lamantia about, you know, his crazy, crazy art style and all kinds of fun stuff. And uh, I'm sure it was a blast. John's an awesome dude. And. Yeah, it's it. There's a lot of stuff planned. I have more live streams planned, at least once a month. Uh, if the response, you know, tends to be well, then I'm very open to doing more. Uh, first and foremost, though, my main goal is comics and this podcast. So uh, I'm not shying away from these. But as I approach 100 episodes of this show, I'm kind of really examining what can I do to make this show better. What can I do to make this show more appealing to other people and you know i want to get more musicians on here and working with these pr companies and doing these videos that's going to aid that you know it's going to help me get some musicians on here and kind of spread the word and hopefully start converting some metal people to comics you know (laughs) as i've been trying to convert you comics people to metal so you know it's really fun i'm really excited and yeah so all right so let's get to my recommendations they're gonna be quick this week apologies but they're good ones so let's get to it all right, so as I said, these are going to be very, very quick, uh, so apologies for that, but uh, there are definitely some things I want to mention. First up, my comic book recommendation this week is Captain Suave from Scout Comics, written by Joseph Siraki, drawn by Kelly Williams. Uh, listeners of the show know Kelly Williams is a buddy. Uh, I absolutely adore him and his art, and he's teaming back up with his A Letter to Joe co-creator joseph siraki uh that was a book i recommended uh quite a bit ago (laughs) um and they are back now with captain suave uh captain suave is about a uh a homeless man who is down on his luck he's lost everything and he's kind of um become a uh a, a little bit of a disillusioned fellow uh he's he's having these weird fantasies and things like that and uh, it kind of flips between reality and these this like superhero uh, vignettes and things are happening, and it, there's there's a lot of back and forth, and it's just it's done really really well. Kelly handles the switches between the uh, the scenes, just the, like the pro he is. Uh, Joseph Zaraki is a super talented writer. It was a really 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 fun and thoughtful book. Um, I don't want to give anything away. Obviously, I never do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I highly recommend you check this out. It's from Scout Comics, uh, Captain Suave. It is a super, super fun, uh, take on, uh, I guess, uh, I'm not super up on it. I think Don Quixote and superheroes. So I don't know. It's just, it's, it's really, really fun, really, really different, but it's, it's just something that is kind of just really refreshing, you know? And, uh, there's, there's a kind of a lightness to it almost, and I think a lot of that has to do with Kelly's art being able to transition between 
you know, some gritty, dark realism and just able to channel that like old school pulpy comic feel with the with, with the comic, you know, the more superhero stuff and it's just really, really, really awesome and I highly recommend you check it out. Alright, for my music recommendation this week, I am going with Days of the Lost by the Halo Effect. Uh, they are essentially in flames without in flames. Uh, the, the majority of the, well, actually all of the instrumental band members uh, are former in flames members and founders and uh, they have a new singer who's kind of worked with in flames before. So it's, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's like a, a variant almost of in flames. And it's, this album has been highly, highly anticipated because In Flames is well known for their melodic take on heavier metal, and it's 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 a really, really, really great album. Uh, I kind of commented a little bit online about it, how you know it, it was just for me, it, was, it just hit under perfect because they have one song on here in particular that has I don't know it, it it's really attached to me, and I, I'm really in love with this song. And I feel like what they did in this song is something they could have brought to other songs. And it kind of feels like uh, it would have really put the album over the top for me. Saying that, this is still an awesome album. Like, I can put this album on, start to finish, not skipping anything. Um, it has a great opener uh, with, you know, Shadow Minds, Days of the Lost. Uh, but again, to go to that one song, it's called In Broken Trust. And it's very melodic. And I think what gets me is, you know, the harsh vocals, you know, start off the song and all that. And then they get to the chorus and it's a clean, you know, clean sung chorus. And it's not, it's not oversung, but it's very melodic. It's almost delicate in terms of how he's delivering it. And having heard this vocalist's work on other projects and other parts of this uh, of this album, I know he could belt it. <laughs> you know, I know he could just go crazy style and, and belt it out. And just the, the choice to do this, I don't. It just really it really resonated with me. But you know, there's just a ton of awesome tracks on here. A truth worth lying for is a banger. It's just it's just a really really great album. Melodic metal. If you like In Flames, you're gonna love this. Um, it's. Uh, as I've seen a lot of people joke, it's in flames for people who hate, who hate in flames now. <laughs> so um, I like in flames. I like all their variations, uh, and this is this is another uh, another variant, I guess, that I'm really, really enjoying. So yeah, check it out. Days of the Lost, the Halo Effect. Uh, here's that song. I'm so just attached to right now. In Broken Trust. Check it out. Alright, it is now time for my guest. Today I am joined by the awesome writer of Finger Guns and the current Kickstarter, Everything is Different Now, Justin Richards. Justin, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. Also, I am joined in what is easily my fastest returning guest, and I would not have it be any other person besides this one, Michelle Abinator. Michelle, thank you again for coming on. That's very kind of you to say. Thank you. <laughs> nice to be here. So, uh, you two have teamed up for this Kickstarter, and there's, I'm sure, lots of questions I have and things you can talk about regarding the Kickstarter and all that. But 
before we get into that, you know what I gotta do. I gotta ask, Comics Coffee Metal, what are you digging right now? We can start with Justin. Uh, this is gonna shock everyone when they hear more about my Kickstarter, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with Rage Against the Machine, Wooden Metal. Um, not only because of that theme of rage that is heavy in my book and the fact that I love them anyway, but uh, the fact that they've returned to going to doing live shows and I'm mm-hmm. super jealous of everyone that can afford tickets. <laughs> and I've been seeing them all over TikTok and the performances are just as epic as you would ever hope for from a rage show. And like DeLuca broke his leg on their second show, but he's still like sat down and finished the this the rest of that show and stuff. It's just everything it's rage is back and i'm i'm stoked about it do you have a do you have a favorite rage album the the i'd say uh what's the empire one uh evil empire evil empire yeah i always i get i get title title stuff mixed up but yeah that Mm -hmm. one was the first one I ever got, so I'd have to just go with that one by default. Yeah, my, my wife's a huge Rage Against the Machine fan, and um, I I don't want to be mistaken about this, but I think like in 2015, the Chicago Riot Fest had like Rage Against the Machine and like basically like five or six of these of like these other bands that she absolutely loves, mm-hmm. but we didn't know about it until after I'd already scheduled a convention for that weekend. Oh, and, dang. Uh, <laughs> in um. I guess technically it was Kentucky, but it was CincyCon. And I will never not feel bad <laughs> about that because it was like, you know, Raging Machine, No Doubt, Tenacious D, like all these like... Oh, wow, Like yeah. the perfect, like, like she's not a fan of festival type stuff, but like if there was going to be one, <laughs> that would have been the one for her. So totally. I will uh, forever be kicking myself. And when I saw that they were touring again, I'm like, yeah, okay, let's see tickets. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I cannot, just yeah. I had Tenacious D just come through my town and I had to miss it. Um and Nine Inch Nails is coming to my town. Uh and I, I have to be out of town that whole weekend, so like two big shows that I really want to go to, I I don't have a chance. And I live around the corner from the amphitheater in town so I can hear it when I miss a show. We did manage to catch Tenacious D. Um, I want to say when they were touring for the movie. Um, it was oh, like nice. just before the. It was like just before the movie came out, though. But the they were like doing the album from the movie, so we were like we had no idea like what the songs were referencing or where, everything like that. But it was still a blast. Like they definitely put on a hell of a show. Oh yeah, um, I've seen some other stuff. It's killer. Nice, nice, nice. Uh. Michelle, as we spoke before recording, since you were on recently, you don't have to feel any pressure to answer these questions. But if you have any uh, anything you'd like to add in, <laughs> music wise, yeah, I mean, like I mean, I don't really like listen to metal, but like I mean, we know this. I have like the music yeah. taste of like a like like a twenty two year old gay boy, basically, and <laughs> I you know own it because it's fun. I am having a good time. So lately. I mean, with a little bit of Justin's influence, I'm getting really back into like Jagged Little Pill lately. Really listening to like old Alanis Morissette. Yes. Justin like went to a show recently, and I was I've just been, I don't know, really into like. She's just so angry, and I just really like I, like I feel that you know like I, like can mm-hmm. relate. I'm just really enjoying revisiting that, and also. One of my favorite K-pop girl groups, Girls' Generation, just released an album, and that's crazy because they were, like, gone for a long time, so it's, like, a big comeback, and I know, mm-hmm. you know, K-pop, but I love it. I'm really into yeah. it. The new album, like, just came out, okay. like, did we talk a about weeks ba- ago. Did we talk about Baby Metal last time you were We did, on? yeah. Okay, I did, okay. I did watch some videos after. It was great. <laughs> Very um, enjoyable. I appreciated the recommendation. I, I you know I you know I, I won't say I listen to much Alanis now but I was definitely I am old enough to be you know in my teens when she first hit and uh 
yeah, there's definitely a lot of great stuff there. So I'm. I just know. am not sure. Like, I don't know if there's if I have any issue with anything on that album. I feel like it's one of those. Oh, you just perfect. hit, yeah. yeah, you hit play mm-hmm. and you're like, is there a better album than this? And you just, and while you're listening to it, you really can't, can't think of one. And I would it, argue that at a lot of its core and her core, pretty, pretty fucking metal. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the attitude sure, was certainly I'll there. Take, yeah. I'll take it. Even though and, like, wasn't some of it like about that dude that she dated that was awful house. Uncle Joey. I mean, whatever. You know, we don't have to talk about that. Dave Couillet. You know, That's we, the we one. Can't, we we can't control where our anger comes from, but you know, <laughs> it, it 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 is what it is. <laughs> and it, you know, if anyone who's you know listened to a lot of metal or anything like that, you kind of if you're gonna like look down on Alanis or the lyrics or the themes or whatever, it's like no, it's the same. What are you talking yeah. about? It, it's the same. Uh, that- <laughs> You know, there's so much, you know, there is so much metal that is just as, you know. Yeah, it all comes from the same place. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the the more metalheads I meet and I speak to, the more are just like the the idea of the I listen to metal and metal only has just been evaporated. Sure, there's those people, but most of the people I meet or talk to and, and chat with are always like, oh, I, I, you know, it's my favorite, but I also love all this other stuff, you know, which is very much, you know, what I would say about myself as well. So, you know, Alanis is welcome here. Perfect. I love her. For sure. <laughs> so let, let's get, let's get into the, the good stuff, the coffee. Justin, uh, you a big coffee fan? Drink it every day. Uh, do you have a do you have like preferred roast or are you just kind of like whatever's in there? Um, I I currently just shop at my buddy's company, which is Rootless Coffee, which you may have heard of. A little bit. I may have yeah. talked about them pretty much every single episode since I found <laughs> out about them. Um, yeah, they're they're comics adjacent, you know, uh, with one of the owners being John O'Diener, who writes comics. But is also a great punk drummer. Uh, yeah, really cool dude. He's a friend of mine, and so I support his shop, which is just, I mean, it's good coffee anyway. So I kind of mm-hmm. just bounce around through most of their uh, catalog, but I prefer like a medium to dark roast usually. Yeah. Yeah, I, sure. I def. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I'm currently uh, drinking their main roast, which is called a damn fine cup cup of coffee, and I believe it's a, a medium. Yeah, that's that's our daily coffee here. There's a uh, we just wrapped up a five pound bag, and I got another one waiting for us <laughs> nice. to get into. Um, I I my favorite coffee of theirs is the dark, but yeah. I I'm the only one in the house who prefers the dark coffee, so. I don't get it very often, and it's also because I like to try different coffees for the show, and sometimes awesome people send me coffees. I don't know who that would be, <coughs> Michelle. Idea. Um, idea. And you know, so I end up trying you know those coffees out and and finding just so many amazing coffee roasters that it's. Uh, I try to stay. I try to. I, I try to stay consistent with Rootless and continually give them support, but it's also like, wow, there's so many other great. Oh yeah. Roasters out there, where it's like it's just a embarrassment of riches with that but yeah damn yeah. fine is definitely uh our, our daily drink for a while it was the um we switched to the oh i forget the the one it's the big lebowski brian level uh, art uh, one out of your element or something yeah like that. yeah that one was really good that one was really good i like that one uh, i usually get one of the, my other favorites of theirs is the no x no x in espresso that one's a really nice medium to dark roast I haven't tried that one yet, but it's definitely on my list to get to, for sure. It's part of their regular rotation, so you should be able to get your hands on it. Now, do you do, like, drip or French ro- French press or, like, uh, just... I have a, like, a Keurig that I just... Okay. I have one of those little plastic deals that you can put whatever roast you want in. So okay, I just cool. put it in that and then drip through there. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, how about you, Michelle? Are you still rocking the Utica coffee? 
Uh, yeah, again, I pretty much I just always drink Utica coffee. <laughs> it's yeah, I live I live up the road from the cafe right now, so it's right now I've been using they do like cold brew packs for the summer. So nice. I've been this week drinking their wake the hell up cold brew. Um I make like a pitcher every few days and I just kind of you know, just kind of, you know, lean back, open my throat, just pour it right <laughs> down. Um, I've been just doing black over ice this week. I haven't really been feeling lightening it up at all. I, it's The roast tastes really nice, brewed cold, so I like the flavors of it. Also really into, for like a fun summer bevy, if you do like um, like a nice tonic water, with ice and a shot of espresso in it 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 mix it up it like it's real foamy and cute and like really refreshing and you can throw like a lemon wedge in it or nice they do a uh they're doing a little mix up on that down at the cafe here the the utica coffee one where they do like a blueberry um like a blueberry kind of tonic with like a blueberry espresso and things. I don't know. It's delicious. I'm super into coffee with tonic water, which sounds gross. But if if you ever have the opportunity to give it a try, like it does not taste gross. It's very refreshing. I, I wouldn't say it sounds gross, but it's definitely like two words. I never thought I would hear together like tonic water and coffee, but then it's like, well, you know, it's really bright. Surprisingly. there, there's been weirder things mashed together that have been good. Um, sure. So, yeah, sure. I Yeah, I've been wanting to try a cold brew while, and I've been eyeing up the Utica one as well. And I mentioned it when I talked about the roast that you uh, so generously sent to us. Oh, that, that freight house, man. Uh, oh, that was, that was, that so was some, good. That was some, very, that was probably the only other coffee that really gave my rootless love a run. We're like, oh, are we switching coffees now? <laughs> it's it's like a shockingly good coffee. Like, I haven't been drinking it because I've been using just the cold brew packs. But that's my go-to. Like, if I'm going to drink hot coffee, it's it's that for sure. Awesome. awesome, awesome. All right. So, what comics have you all been enjoying? What is reading comics? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, you know, I've, I've actually been reading quite a few. This is because I've had some, uh, amazingly generous guests who have been like sending me all their PDFs <laughs> and somehow I've gotten like on a couple press lists, even though I don't do reviews, like getting all these free PDFs. I'm like, there's so many things I like actual physical books. I still have to read. Like I still need to like catch up on paper girls. I need to finish like, hmm. uh, reading invincible because I bought the final hardcovers after years of like not wanting to like let it end and like just so many things but it's like yeah I'm just I'm knee deep in comics I'm feels like I'm reading a lot but it's just like it's never feels like so but yeah I know, I know the grind you're making them time to read them <laughs> it is tough you know I always try to fit some in here and there when I can I'll give a good shout out to a good friend of mine who We'll also be talking about with our project, uh, Liana Kangas. True Cult Number One came out today, uh, and that is a dope comic that I have read. So, yeah that that was a great series, and I'm super stoked that it's getting a much wider release. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that theme, I think it's also worth mentioning. Uh, you know, my buddy, and I, I'm not sure if yours, but uh, Jared Luan and uh, oh yeah. Kyler Cloudfelder get finally getting Crash and Troy out into stores and it's released today and it looks like it's been sold out, which, you know, the struggle yep. they had, the, the saga of that, you know, I remember they sent me the first PDF of that to uh, check out just over a year ago. So I'm incredibly stoked for them because it's a great book and uh, there's two great creators and I'm just, you know, yeah, I love seeing everybody's, story. yeah, I love seeing everybody's, you know, projects. They put so much heart and and time and, and just, you know, craft into just, you know, having its, having its run, being met with, you know, lots of success, but then getting that next step level up and getting that wider recognition, recognition, that wider release. It's, it's just, I love to see it. So. Definitely. Jared's a bud and great writer, great dude. 
and definitely deserves all that success, and especially after the road that they were forced to go down with that yeah. specific series. Yeah, and you know, I know a couple other people who are having bigger difficulties getting their books back from uh, Action Lab. You know, who completely just screwed over a whole lot of people. But um, oh yeah, they have a history yeah. of it. Yeah, so. All, all I have to say is, like, I, I know two of the absolute nicest human beings I've ever met in my life, and those two people have very sour opinions about that place, and if you've got those two people against you, man, you done some shit fucking wrong. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna name, I'm not gonna name them, just because, you know, that's, that's, that's their business and all that, but it's like, wow. Like, <laughs> if you got these two people against you, I... I I don't know what the hell you're doing out there. Like I, bless your hearts. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we love the drama. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you, Michelle? Have you had a chance to read much? Uh, I mean, my like, I'm like my toxic trait is that my to read pile is huge, and I'm like, ooh, the same book I've read a million times. <laughs> um. I think the things I've read the most recently, um, I'm going to shout out another uh, person who's involved in everything is different now. My friend and everybody's bell hound. Um, mm-hmm. Been reading and we love you. Most recent book from the Rowverse Kickstarter version. Yeah. Such a great yeah. book. Um, so reading that because I love to be sad. And also <laughs> um, another book that I love to be sad to read is uh, Taproot by Kesey Young that just got a re-release actually a couple weeks ago. And I just got my, um, it'll be the second copy that I've owned. My other copy is somewhere in storage. So I was like, obviously I have to purchase this again. And <laughs> I recommended it to Fell actually to purchase and in recommending it to her, I was like, well, I guess I have to read this again. And it's probably, <laughs> I mean, like, I cry a lot. I mean, like, I'm very, I'm very soft and emotional, you know, obviously. A lot of problems. So, like, I cry when I read. It is what it is. But, like, there's probably, like, two comics that I've, like, sobbed when I was reading. And one of them is Taproot. And, yeah. like sadness just feeling emotional i just really connect with it it's such a beautiful book um about a gardener and a ghost falling in love it's really cute <laughs> that sounds really good i'll have to check that out um, it's it's so cute and i love it so much and yeah i heavily recommend it because god it's so good i'm so happy awesome. it got like a re-release i think um uh it was out I think a few years ago, maybe like 2016, 2017 was the original release. And it just a couple weeks ago, um, Oni Press uh, threw out another nice. little uh, copy of it. So um, I'm always happy to see stuff that I enjoy kind of like being recirculated because it's great and deserves it. So, Well, I, I see, uh, I was going to add it to my list to check out, but I see it's on Comicsology Unlimited, which I keep forgetting I have a subscription to. Perfect. Um, so I can read it for free. So I look forward to some tears. Do the thing. <laughs> I, you know, not to speak for Justin, but you know, we're both parents and I'm sure we're both very capable of just, you know, crying at a whim. It's just, it's just a switch. It's just a switch that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh yeah, of course it, it it is the stereotype of like you know a sad enough commercial will be like, what's going on? Oh god! So why am I relating to this AARP commercial? Which <laughs> <laughs> uh, just God just, just earlier today I I, uh, I dropped my daughter off at school and I took my son to the park and I'm just swinging him in a swing and uh, old man walks by he's like oh you cherish this time be gone before you know it and I'm like it will be. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, and I've I've also I have uh, Phil Hounds, uh, and we love you all downloaded and ready in my iPad, ready to read. 
that uh, when I'm ready to be a sad boy. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, right. I mean, I would also be you know remiss not to mention the color of always that little book I worked on is out to backers now and available uh, at extrapagespress.com to purchase PDF. And anybody listening does not have a copy. I've done some other show. I'll make sure there's a link in the show notes. It is an amazing anthology and you all should definitely check it out and feel bad if you don't. And one of our editors, Justin Richards, uh, actually (laughs) has a Kickstarter out right now for a book called Everything is Different Now. I'm not sure. (laughs) What is it? <laughs> I, I gotta thank Michelle for doing the heavy lifting for that segue. Thanks. I'm completely derailing it now. Yeah, I'm completely <laughs> derailing it now, but that was pretty, that was very smooth. Uh, you, should, you know what? I should just let Michelle host the rest of that. Right. So that's fine by me. <laughs> I got you. I'm here for you. I, I was gonna lean back and just listen and uh, drink some coffee. Anyway, um, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if my acoustic guitar was within reach. Anyway, um, mine is. <laughs> Oh, no. I won't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> oh no! Unhinged. Um, well, uh, Justin said the magic word guitar, so now I have to ask: What kind of guitar you got? Uh, a few. Uh, <laughs> Even better. Um, uh, my <laughs> my current favorite is my newest, which is a D'Angelico. Um, okay. They normally only make hollow or semi-hollow bodies, but uh, I think 2019 maybe 2018, they decided to finally make their first solid body guitars and I got one of their early models and I love it. Nice, nice. Well, I, I love hearing about all the guitars so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, have to ask you if you want to run down the list. Yeah, sure. <laughs> of I'm what a, you got because I, yeah, I grew that's my up, thing. Uh, you know, my, my dad taught me to play and he was always a, a strict Fender lover Mm -hmm. and so i kind of grew up similar and so i have a telecaster and a couple of different strat copies and i have a a bronco bass which is also fender and then i have Mm -hmm. a a mitchell acoustic guitar nice nice yeah i'm a big fan of the telecaster shape that's i it's fun i think that's my my shape you know, you're always looking for like, what's my shape of guitar? Like, what's what's the one that's me? And I think Telecaster is the one that fits me the most. Though I am on a quest to have like one of like every like kind of standard shape. <laughs> yeah, i I've, I've been on that quest before. I used to I had an S uh, Gibson SG mm-hmm. for a long time, but I gave up on it because it was really uncomfortable to play. <laughs> but it was cool. It had gold hardware and it had uh, three humbuckers on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I know the model you're talking about. Yeah, I, you know, I, I've been wanting an SG really bad, and I'm, uh, fingers crossed, you know, because I, I'm into budget guitars, so like I've got my eyes on like these guitars that are like under two hundred bucks that are like really well made. Because I got like a Les Paul copy that was like phenomenally made, and it was like two hundred bucks, and I'm like, I can't believe how cheap and awesome guitars are these days. But, um, they totally can be, yeah. You find the right one. As mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned, if it has a good playable neck, the rest is yeah. just you can upgrade pickups and yeah. clean pots and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it last year for our anniversary? My wife got me this uh, $90 Telecaster. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, and, you know, it, it was a little rough around the edges, for sure. It wasn't super finished. The neck was a little rough and things like that. A couple like you know dings and all that, but I didn't really care. It was ninety bucks. You know, I basically bought new electronics for it and tuners, which were equivalent to the cost of the guitar itself. Mm-hmm. But now that thing is just Sings, awesome, right? Yeah, yeah it, it, it's amazing. Um, That's yes. what I have a two Strat copies by a brand called Roner that my dad gave yeah. me a long time ago, but he upgraded them and put like fender in three pickups in them so like okay. really good strat pickups and just cleaned them up and they yeah they're awesome yeah that's you know that's i i kind of wish these kind of guitars were around when i was first starting to play because it would have made things a lot easier because you would have uh in the late 90s when i first started playing is everything like if it was cheap that means it was that much harder to play <laughs> The action yeah. was, you know, you couldn't adjust the action too much. It was just all hot garbage. And now 
it's just amazing. So awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for letting me derail the show after Michelle's awesome segue. So let's <laughs> make yes. a hard right. <laughs> and all right, uh, put that little put the little reverse beeps on. Bing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I just did that meme where you know you're going one way, but you see the turn off for the other one, and I'm skidding right off uh, yep. the guitars. But let's get right back on to talking about your Kickstarter for Everything is Different Now. Now, this is a Kickstarter where you're writing all the stories and mm-hmm. a bunch of different artists are drawing them. Am I correct? Absolutely. Yep. That's so, exactly right. Did you have these stories already written and then just kind of pick the artists? Or did you like have just like the plot and then like got the artist and kind of worked with them on the script and all that and like, you know, seeing what their strengths were what they were looking forward to drawing or how, how did that process all come together? Um, I collaborated with Michelle a lot early on. Um, I had the idea for, I was trying to come up with something to do for another Kickstarter and was kind of just bouncing ideas with Michelle. And once I mentioned the idea of rage, we both agreed it sounded rad. And so I just went to town on a bunch of quick ideas that I could do in a page to three or four pages max. And was like, what do you think of these? And then we kind of adjusted a couple. And then uh, from there, I just hit up a bunch of really talented friends and begged them to work with me. That's how it goes. (laughs) And you've got quite a few talented friends. There's a murderer's row of just super talented creators on here from, you know, aforementioned, Diana Kangas, Val Horvison, uh, Chris Sheehan, uh, Fabian Lillet, Kelly Williams, Fellhound. Like, it's yeah. just amazing creators through and through. So, was this was this something that during the development, like, were there any like kind of like different interpretations of what you're expecting something to be? occur when you started getting in like the art or working with the artists at all or was everything kind of like really here's the script and the artist kind of turned it was there like any i guess what i keep coming back to is like was there any like interplay really with the the artists and the stories or was it just um there always is for me i try to be as collaborative as possible with everything i try to make my scripts very clear but really kind of open at the same time um i try to let you know, color decisions or poses or lighting and all that kind of stuff. I usually try to leave to the artist or, or, you know, mm-hmm. if they want help with anything, then they can bounce it off of me and then we'll decide together. Um, but that's usually what I go for. So it's some just took it and ran cause they're awesome and just knew what to do. And others have been great at coming back and forth with, you know, what do you think about this or this? And, been various levels of super collaborative and just always consistently rad art we just got a new page today from jimmy kutsai and i am in love with it i'm obsessed (laughs) nice 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 uh yeah you've just again uh, among you know my previous comment of the uh, amount of talent on the book it's also incredibly varied in the styles now when you were kind of crafting the stories and things like that. Were you really writing to the artists in mind that you chose or was it kind of, uh, you know, did you have like, did you have particular artists in mind when you were writing before you reached out to anybody or was it just kind of, let me write this out and then see who we can get. It was mostly, let me write this out. And then once we had them, I was like, who's, style would fit well with this that i know it it might be available um and most of them worked out right off the bat uh one or two we had to kind of just you know schedules didn't work so we had to pivot and find one or two other awesome options and like uh even michelle found both uh tenche and fellhound were her ideas um as far as we were like who else could you know, really kill mm-hmm. this page and uh Tench's page is our back cover and it's like one of my favorite pieces in the whole thing. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was looking at the preview image and uh I don't want to spoil it for anybody. It is amazing. 
<laughs> you can go check that one out because that one's that's like a released image so yeah that yeah, along at, with like our two covers is available to look at like right on the kickstarter page and yes i uh you know i love tench i'd like go to the ends of the earth i'll involve her in everything i possibly can because she's so incredibly talented so i'm just really happy to have her on this book with us and um yeah, obviously, you know, Fellhound, you know, again, <laughs> here we are again. Hi, Fell, you know, it's like saying hi to your mom. It's like, hi, Fell. We love Fell. We love um, yeah, and there will be and, a link to Kickstarter in the show notes. So as we're talking, you can go check it out. And uh, when I first saw that tension image, I was like, I was staring at it and I'm like, not getting it for a second. And that's it's a on little, me. it makes that's you think me. for a second. <laughs> and then I just like, I, I had the thing where I like I, I laughed to myself and shake my head. I'm like, how am I this stupid <laughs> like, to not immediately like just get this? this is genius and also uh, that's uh, what I shouted when I wrote it. I won't let, like <laughs> I don't normally do that. I'm not very like I don't toot my own horn. But when I thought of it, I was like, oh, that's that's good. That's genius. Yeah. And, and- <laughs> I think I remember I remember that day of those conversations about it, and I remember being like, I know who could draw a rat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great conversation. And that image is also available as a button. Yeah. So, you know, you def you definitely want to uh check that out as well. Uh as, as when this gets released, the Kickstarter will be most likely in its final days. So hopefully you have, you know, had your funding hit by then and and all that, but uh if not, this is definitely the time for people to go check it out back it it's again it's it's got such a pedigree on this and you know and justin is always is already a proven excellent uh writer with finger guns so you 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 really can't lose here like i you know if you pass this up and and you see all these names attached and all that like i do you like comics i don't know i'm going to shame people into trying to back this Right. But, no, uh, it's true, though. And Justin, you know, I hope you don't mind me saying that Justin is an incredible writer and really like there are so many topics in in these stories. I mean, they're short, but they really hit home and they they're very relevant to the times that we're currently living in. Um, lots of commentary on you know the state of our world politically, um, economically. And I really think like there's really something that everybody can really connect to here and all the different kinds of rage that you might feel about different things. And, yeah. you know, it's not all bad. Like rage isn't always like a bad thing. If you look at like Liana's cover um, for the book, it's, you, you know, you can take a look at that on the campaign page. Um, there's a drummer. She's drumming. She's raging. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good kind of rage. So I think like, like it's, it's such a great exploration of, the complexity of that, the emotion of rage and, and feeling it. And Justin is an incredible writer and really is able to just like bring so many different perspectives of this emotion with incredible art behind it. And honestly, if you don't back it, like, do you even like Tommy? Yeah, it, it's, it's and a I never did another interview without Michelle again. <laughs> Thank you so much for it's just the truth. The kind words. Lying I, is boring. So, it, it from from where I'm standing, it appears as 100% truth as well. Uh, so, Justin, when you were crafting the stories, did you feel like it's always catharsis when you're you're, you're getting something out with a story mm-hmm. creatively or anything like that? Did were, were there uh, did did you feel like different levels of catharsis with like each story, or was it just like in the project in general you're feeling this kind? of uh, unburdening of your rage, or if that's a, yeah, oh, no, uh, that, that's a good question. Um, sorry to cut you off, but uh, it's I would say it's probably a combination of both things in a way. I, there was an instant energy about the project once uh, once we thought of it, and it was something that I decided I wanted to do. It came together really quickly um, and quite easily, but each one definitely was a different kind of look, you know, where, you know, one is kind of how I might feel about my religious upbringing. And some are about more of a broad stroke, you know, how uh, corporations have 
nothing but compromises and, and excuses for things and just kind of exploring kind of how Michelle said, like all the angles of rage that I could think of. I mean, we, we have one with, with uh, Fabian Lillet. That's a two pager. That's just about hanging out with your buds and playing video games till you crash in the middle of the night. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Do you see yourself potentially exploring this, this concept with different emotions in the future or is it just there's so much rage right now this was you know kind of feels like it well um i've been asked similar-ish questions because in the past i've done projects that focus on other emotions i did a, a book called a silent night that dealt with depression and anxiety which you can get your hands on in a one of the tiers on this kickstarter along with my other book, Finger Guns, which is also a sad book that might make you cry. Uh, <laughs> it but, is a uh, sad book, and it will make you cry, and it's brilliant, and you should you know, back everything as if now on a tier where you can get your hands on a copy of Finger Guns. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's... I've... I've kind of already done that to myself where I, I like to explore emotions in my books and my stories. All of my anthology work is pretty heavy in subject matter most of the time as well. So I see probably both in my future where I have plenty more rage to offer beyond just what this book will have. Um, but there's always room for exploring all the entire emotional spectrum. Nice, nice. Awesome. And, you know, once again, Michelle proves to be the perfect person to have uh, collaborate with you on a project because uh, even all us creatives are quick to dismiss ourselves. Michelle will tell everybody what, what's up. That's 100% true. Michelle has made my life way easier <laughs> with this Kickstarter than my previous projects. And she's great. You should hire her. After, <laughs> after, I'm done working with her first. After Justin chews me up and spits me out, um, <laughs> and there's also like some really cool goodies you can get. Like you mentioned, the button of you know Tench's back cover. There's there's a really cool button that Justin came up with uh, that says "Comics are political," which I think is the coolest button. And mm -hmm. it's such like a, I mean, everybody loves a trinket, but like, you know, we're in a time when like people are you know, accusing these properties of, you know, woke being woke, but like comics have at their core always been very political. And I think, you know, it's important to remember that in new books and, you know, looking at, you know, legacy comics that like comics are a political statement, like most of the time. And I think, you know, get button buttons yeah. are great. There's also some, some cool stickers. Um, designed by everybody's buddy demon pack brett brett schmidt did all the stickers for color of always works with me on some random stickers just because we love stickers and great dude amazing amazing little stickers we're doing them in the style of like uh scout badges mm -hmm. which is really cool um they're R highlighting artworks. yeah rager scouts uh highlighting uh, art points from different stories in the book so the stickers go along with the stories um they're really cool there's some cool artwork up already for a couple of them they're kind of like still in development because you know we want to get it right they're so yeah. cool they are so much really cool swag yeah. so and those are all both the buttons and the stickers packed both are available as just add-ons, so you can get any tier you want and then add those on. You don't have to buy the specific tier that has both of them, but uh, they're available you in should. most of our upper <laughs> tiers. And yeah, and you can add them on for just a few bucks and get some for your friends because they're dope. There you go. Yeah, and there's like there's good price points for this too. Like it's it's super manageable. Like we know that like being out in the world right now, like economically, these aren't the easiest times for people to, yeah. to, you know, spend extra money on little things for themselves. But, you know, the lowest tier to get a digital copy of the book, I think it's what, it's like seven bucks. 
Yeah. Which like, you know, it's what, like two cups of coffee, one cup of coffee if you're like a fancy person that likes to <laughs> yeah, have your frothy foam. Right. Yeah. So like there's also like a couple, you know, to get just like one like a physical copy, it's like ten bucks. Like I'm I'm just saying like pretty low this is priced to move. So join join the fun. And I'm I'm a very recent digital backer as of this conversation, uh, because I was reminded I had not backed it yet. Um (laughs) uh, but yeah, I usually I usually back digital myself because for me I don't really have a ton of space for more books. And two you know, I have a I have an iPad, which is a great device to read these books. It looks great on there. And three, it's the easiest thing for me to give you money, and mm-hmm. then me get a thing with as little work as possible in between for you. <laughs> and that <laughs> always makes me feel better. <laughs> it's just a link. You're just sending me a link, and I get a cool book to read, and you get money. You don't have to worry about packing, yeah. shipping, whatever. But looking at the buttons and all that, I'm gonna have to, you know, jump on that add-on thing. I think because. Nice. Uh, the comics are political button is awesome as well as the uh the trench button uh, the trench button sorry and then the uh there's the stickers are awesome too so you know i feel like with kickstarters there's been like kind of a circling back to more simplified extras and rewards because i think That's for a while exactly people what we were, were going for yeah people were getting really really complicated with these things and i i appreciate the effort people put into rewards and and trying to do all that but like I, i'm seeing more and more to circle back like you know here's some prints stickers and buttons and there you go and i As think that's... someone who ran their previous campaign with an exclusive coffee roast i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i i appreciate the the, the the call back to simplicity to earlier times of just like a couple years ago of <laughs> were a simpler time 2019 <laughs> Oh, and, so and long ago. Yeah. Uh, where it's just, yeah, here's, you know, here's the book, here's some extra stuff, and that's it, you know. And I'm all for, all, all 100% for that, and I respect it. And again, the buttons look great, the book looks great, the stickers look great. Um, And there's this really, again, no reason for people not to go back this. This is really, really awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing the stories and reading through everything because I love, I really love the concept of just exploring rage through but like the different the different kinds, as you said, and just just seeing how we all kind of process that and you know, through your catharsis for making this and, and all that, I think will hopefully help other people work through their own and, and do all that because that's the power of comics and the power of creativity and it's a really, really awesome thing. And I love that more people are thinking about that these days. And it's not just like Here's, you know, my Kickstarter for my superhero universe, you know. Look <laughs> or, how many pouches my dude has. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, in its own thing, I love and respect people for that as well. But it's also True. like, you know, as someone who loves comics and loves metal, I also love it when people who make those things prove my point of like, it's not just what you think it is. And totally. books like this, uh, you know, which unfortunately, like, you know, it's still prevalent. You would think these days that with so much comic book media being made into like TV shows and things like that, people would get the idea of like, oh, it's not just all Marvel stuff. But if you're my dentist and, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they think it's, it's, this is what it is. You know, it's all superhero stuff. Like, no, that, that, that's not what it is. So it's, you know, it's one of the joys of this podcast to be able to talk to people who are doing these books and just showing the world, here's how awesome, awesome comics are. Here's what they can do for us as humans, as creatives and, and all that. So I, I, I appreciate you doing this book uh, and exploring these themes. And obviously it's going to be done at an incredibly uh, talented, skilled level. And yeah, I, I don't know what else I can say to anybody who has not checked this book out and yeah (laughs) well thank you so much i appreciate all your kind words i'm very much looking forward to this book michelle and i have a lot of faith in it um because yeah we we put nothing but top tier talent on this book and 
put our hearts into it and we're trying to show that comics are meant to say stuff and so we're glad that people are out there like yourself listening awesome awesome and like i said as as of recording you're about halfway you're just over uh, the halfway mark with funding hopefully yeah. by the time this posts the goal will have been met and exceeded but if not do not hesitate go back it because you know we get these stories because people back them and they're successful and other people feel empowered to go do their own so it's incredibly important to do that and you know for me that's where my comic money goes it goes mainly to kickstarters because as much as i want to support friends who are doing work with bigger companies and all that and i try to do my best with that i like to directly support creators who are doing something that publishers are probably too afraid to touch or too hesitant to touch because it's probably just a little too a little too uh uh i guess real <laughs> not to be it's too not, real man it, not yeah not to be not not yeah, to be that guy man. about it but yeah, you know no. it's just you know it's and show that support so then you know like a book like true cult where people came oh, out yeah. in droves and supported it and then the publishers like oh shit people like this all right, you know, let's go put this out now in, in a larger format or, or a larger uh, release, and which is all I can hope for for every book I back. So uh, that's all I got to say on it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Justin, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed talking to you all, and uh, I'll have to have you back on again, Justin, so we could talk a lot more about all your guitars. <laughs> yeah, I would love to. And, Michelle, and I'll just have to do something soon again. You know, I mean, we have another book I'm, that I'm working on with, you know, Brent Fisher for Extra Pages Press that mm-hmm. Justin will be editing on. Um, and yes. we're, we'll be having a Kickstarter this fall. So, Michelle, you are always you, I'm ready. You and Brent are always welcome back. Even if you're not the guest, you can just come back and just hang out and, and all that. We'll have to do a live stream or something if you're up for it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm, str- I'm trying to do monthly live streams now. So I have the next couple I'd months love to. planned out. Those are always fun. But when Swat Cow hits that Kickstarter. Yeah, once, um, when Swat Cow drops, our, well. our little farming anthology, I call it. <laughs> and if you don't know what we we're talking about. Yeah. One, we didn't get one pitch about farming, and I don't think I will ever get over it. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> that, well you, your next anthology would have to be just all farming to make up for it. Farming just... Simulator 23, <laughs> we'll call it. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> So, and if you don't know what Swat Cow is, go back and listen to my episode with Brent and Michelle. It was a great episode. And on top of uh, talking about their great books, we talk a lot about awesome breakfast foods. So, yeah, that's all I talk about. How much time you got, right? <laughs> um. uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to have uh, you know the breakfast hour every every month with Michelle just yeah, to kind of yeah. Let, to talk Mich- about what's new new in breakfast. Yeah, what's what's new in the breakfast world, and and, and just check it out, and then do some taste tests and things like that. Well, Perfect. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, Justin, Michelle, now is the time to let everybody know where they can find you online. Justin, I guess I'll go first. Yeah, uh, no worries. Um, uh, you can find me at emo comic writer pretty much everywhere, mostly on Twitter. Uh, if you want to be up to date on this campaign uh seeing all the new art reveals and uh any updates that are coming along i share most of every everything there and that's where i'll also announce any other projects that i'm on including swat cow i'm gonna be doing a, a story in that one this time so i'm really excited for lots of upcoming stuff and yeah, that's pretty much it, really. I'm mostly just on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram and stuff, but I don't post much. Michelle? And you can find me on Twitter at Cereal Pancake. Uh, just the two best breakfast foods. One word, <laughs> Cereal Pancake. Um, that's mostly where I am on Twitter. Um can also find me on Instagram. I don't post much. I'm more of a lurker, and sometimes I repost stories about the 90s um on my instagram stories uh, lots of stuff about you know nicole and breakfast <laughs> it's basically what my instagram stories look like um yeah twitter mostly though cereal pancake um love to hear your thoughts on breakfast dms are open 
<laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, thank you two for coming on. And there'll be links to all that stuff in the show notes, so everyone go check them out. And once again, go back this book, or we will find you. Yeah. That's not a threat. It's a promise. We'll be, we'll be very enraged. <laughs> yes. And caffeinated. <laughs> all right. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to the Comics Coffee Metal Podcast. This episode and all episodes and everything I do are made possible by my awesome patrons, including Frankie White, Kevin Mellon, Michelle Abinator, and John Westoff. If you would like to support this show for as little as $1 a month and get awesome things as bonus mini-episodes, uh, free clip studio brushes, uh, behind-the-scenes look at anything I'm doing, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash Comics Coffee Metal or follow the links in the show notes below. I would love to see you there. And all patrons, when they sign up, they get some free stickers. So I think it's a win-win. Hope to see you there. <laughs>